Welcome to the Universal Laws with Christy Sturdivant, where we discuss energy in relation to the universal laws, human design, ancient mythology, and whatever else is going on in my life energetically. I'm your host, Christy Sturdivant, and you can find full show notes at www.christysturdivant.com. Thanks for joining me, and let's dive into today's episode. Hello, and thank you for joining me today on this podcast. Today, I wanted to talk about something that I think has been bothering me for a bit, um, rolling around in the back of my brain for a while, but it was brought up recently by my nine-year-old. So I homeschool my boys. My husband and I decided to do that because in their human design, I discovered that they were projectors. And once I learned that a couple of years ago, I went ahead and decided to keep them home from school because of how their energy was being impacted throughout the day being around so many people. But that's not what I want to talk about today. Today, I want to talk about something that my nine-year-old said while we were doing our schoolwork for the day, and we were watching a video on something that we were learning about, and afterward, he said, I don't think I would ever want to do that. I would never want to put so much work into something. And I said, oh, really? You don't think that it's worth the effort? Don't you think that it looks kind of fun? He's like, it looks fun, but... I just don't like the, the idea of working that much. And it really got me thinking about the word work and how even at such a young age, he has already started to subconsciously reject the term in general. And so over the last couple of weeks, I've really had to be aware of the verbiage I'm using around him. And as I've been doing this, I've been thinking a lot over the past couple of years where I have been doing my research about, I don't know, astrology, human design, crystals, manifestation, shadow, shadow self and everything. And it made me realize that in a lot of ways, I really feel the same way that he does about the word work. I've had many instances with coaches in the past who, you know, have suggested like, oh, you need to work with the moon cycles or you need to work with this crystal energy or work with your shadow self when you're trying to manifest and, you know, work, work, work. And I don't even think I realized it at the time because deep down my generator self is such a good student and likes those gold stars that when that word was brought up, I was immediately feeling inside of my body this like, ew, I don't, I don't want to work with this. This stuff is supposed to be fun. And there was a lot of things that despite my, my good student nature, you know, where I want to be the top of the class or whatever, I was just, I was not doing the things even though I really wanted to because there was a part of me that already rejected it. And so I I didn't even realize it at the time. But as I have been working on myself and flowing with the energies and just really just 
you know, being in my own energy and being in other people's energy and observing everything, I've realized that I don't love the term work. And I really, I really wish I could send out a memo to all the people who are, you know, coaching in human design or um, doing coaching in any spiritual aspect and even maybe even poor teachers and parents who are unwillingly putting this stigma around the term work because it's just this really weird construct that society has placed upon us that we have to do this work in order to get to that next step or get that next job or get that next promotion. And even though that may most definitely be the case when it comes to, you know, employment or actual work or the energetic exchange of money for time spent uh, doing X, Y, or Z. It's not really the case for observing energy and, for lack of a better term, working with energy, which I don't want to use. I'm really trying to think of very interesting ways to change my own way of thinking. This is something that I'm currently reprogramming. I don't want to work with my human design chart and work with my channels or my emotional authority. I want to be aware of what my body is saying. And I want to accept that my emotions are a slow thing that come and go with time. And then I want to allow the energy to flow through in any capacity that I want. And I also want to do this when I am in discussions with my boys about manifesting. We can manifest things all the time without actually having to work hard at all because all of these energetic frequencies or vibrations are flowing around us all the time. And they're flowing through us, around us. We don't really have to we don't have to work with them. We really just have to shift our perspective so that we can see more of them in our lives. This is very much in tune with how I personally think of the law of relativity. For me, that is literally about just turning your turning your head in a figurative sense to the side a little bit so that you can get a different perspective. So instead of working with the moon phases, I would love to be able to observe the moon each night and allow any energy that comes up inside of my body or mind or subconscious to flow through me. If I am eating a crystal for the first time, I want to activate that vibration that lays dormant inside of me that matches that crystal so that we can start communicating. This is this is what I've been really working with in my own life. I don't I don't like the term work and I definitely don't want to do it more than I absolutely have to and I definitely don't want to do it in terms of playing around with energy. I want to make it as easy and effortless and fluid as possible because that's how it should be when we are 
aligned or listening to our intuition and taking inspired action, we are naturally attracting everything in all of the experiences that we are having around us. And it's it's a beautiful thing and sometimes hard to swallow if we are not having experiences that we particularly want. But that's also a part of observing the energy in the frequency that we're in at any given time and trying to shift it. I've been thinking also about how I would do this personally. And in my human design chart, um, my cognition is inner vision. So I am someone who I have to see things in my mind's eye. I have to come up with this nice little visual to kind of let my mind wander around and play with this. I have been personally manifesting love and balance and joy and delight into my life. And so I'm going to share with you how I have been doing that. And maybe this visual will help someone out there, but it it works for me because it's a very It's almost meditative. You can make it a meditative practice if you want, but I, I kind of just, I kind of set it and I go. That's kind of how I manifest via my human design chart. I'm a, I'm a passive manifester. I'll talk about that some other time, but I'm a passive manifester. So I don't really have a very set and specific thing that I ever really, really want. I kind of just let things show up for me and think, oh, that's nice. Like for instance, the other day I was in a, in a store and I was passing by some water guns and I was like, oh, my boys would really enjoy playing with water guns this summer. I should really, you know, put this in my back pocket and do some research and see what I can do when I get home. And we went to a graduation party at our neighbors next door and they were, they, they gave my boys some of their old water guns, which I was like, ah, what an awesome manifestation. I kind of knew I wanted that, but I just kind of set the intention and then forgot about it. So that's how, that's how I manifest. I'm a very, I'm a very passive manifester, but I also have this inner vision that um, I can come up with these like really intricate things that I want. And then I kind of just forget about them. It's almost like dreaming while awake. Is that lucid dreaming? I don't know if that's the same thing, but anyway, so this is, this is what I do when I am wanting to allow energies that I don't normally access. This is how I bring them into my awareness and then allow them to envelop in my auric field or energetic field. What I do, and I usually just do this while I'm standing in my kitchen doing dishes. So it's not really, you know, you don't have to really do anything fancy for this. But I I imagine myself just standing there doing whatever I'm doing. And I imagine this really nice translucent bubble around me that I imagine is my, my energetic field or my aura. Okay. And it can be, you know, close to your body, far away from your body, whatever makes you feel comfortable. Mine's always about arm's length away. And when I am in this bubble, I can see all of the energy around me, like all of the universal energy, all the energy around me, but it's not, 
it's not in any kind of um, tangible form. They're just like, it's just energy. So it's in different ways, right? So like I have, I have like little dark clouds from the collective when there's something icky going on that's like kind of out there that, you know, are kind of just swirling around and passing me by. And then I have nice flowy things, energetic frequencies that, you know, could be anything. Since I am currently focusing on love and joy and balance and delight, for me, those are very intertwined. And so they're like a really nice fluid ribbon, kind of like you see those um, artistic gymnasts doing, you know, they have their little ribbon dances and it looks so flowy and pretty. And I had one as a kid and it was so much fun. So that's what I imagine that delightful energy as. And so while I'm sitting here and I'm looking out at these energies, I say, oh, love, joy. And I say, there it is. That's the energy I want. And then I say, see my little ribbon dancing around. And so what I do is I stick my finger out and I just poke a little bitty hole in there. Uh, just a little hole as it's passing by so that it can kind of start snaking its way very slowly into my field. Okay. And I'm just aware of it. And now I'm accepting it. I'm allowing that into my energy. And it's as easy as that. After I do that, and I go back to scrubbing my pots and pans, I start to really bring into my perception and become aware of what things around me I find joyous or delightful or full of love. You know, I, I noticed like, oh, I am surrounded by my family. My family is healthy. It is, I'm so grateful for it. I am so you know grateful and blessed to have all of this love in my life. My dog, she just loves me so much. She she's the first dog I've ever had that is like my dog. She is so full of love and joy. And then I look a little bit further outside of my house like, "Oh, my neighbors are so nice. It's they're so kind and she told me that some event was coming up. It was so nice of her to think of me. How grateful I am that she thought of me when you know, she saw this event happening. And then I start pushing my awareness outside of me to what I am grateful for. I'm grateful that I live by this glorious mountain range that is so pretty. I'm grateful that it is summertime and it's starting to warm up. And it's just, it's really little things like that. But once you start allowing that kind of energy into your field and then becoming aware of it, it just automatically starts coming towards you. That's that's how energy works. We don't have to work with it. It flows so easy and so effortlessly that we're, we're overcomplicating it, which is, sh- I know, shocking to hear that we as humans are overcomplicating something. But energy should not be overcomplicated. There's enough complications and ickiness in uh, the collective right now that if we want to tap into the vibration of love or abundance or balance or ease or joy, like all we have to do is look around us 
and then extend that perception out. Anytime you are wanting to flow with any kind of energy, don't don't think that you have to work at it. Same with your shadow self. We don't have to work with our shadow self. Our shadow is a part of us. Our shadow is us. It's that part of us that is trying to have some light shown on it so that it can help us access all of these deep, deep memories and vibrations that we have long forgotten. That's my little spiel on energy. We don't have to work with energy. I'm not going to be able to shift the perception of the word work or the verbiage around it overnight, but I'm here to tell you that if you want to play around with the energy of the moon, you don't really have to do anything more than go outside, look at the moon, kind of just let your mind wander and think, hmm, what does this moon make me think of? And then just allow that energy to kind of come flowing in. It's really not that complicated. So we don't have to overcomplicate all of these fun things and energy in general. It's there. It wants to work with us. And that's that. That's all I have for you today. Because that's a lot. Don't think that you can't flow with any energy that you want to and that you have to put in a lot of hours or anything to manifest whatever you want. Because really, you are already this mega magnet, awesome person who can attract whatever you want. You just have to, you have to flow with that, that vibration and you have to flow with that frequency. Don't work with that energy. You play with that energy. You flow with that energy. You become aware of that energy and let it, let it dance with you because it's a lovely, lovely thing. And I think that is all I have for you today. Thanks so much for joining me and I will catch you next time. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode. All show notes can be found at www.kristysturdivant.com. That's www.k-r-i-s-t-y-s-t-u-r d-i-v-a-n-t dot com. You can find me on Instagram at universallaws.kristysturdivant and on Facebook at universallawswithkristysturdivant. Until next time, flow with the energy. Don't fight it. <laughs>